0: Hi there, welcome to another episode of Koji, um, I am Liam Koji, um, and I am very excited right now because I'm here with my best friend, one of my best friends, um, Natalie DeFord.
1: That's me, I am one of your besties, wow, I've known you for like 12, 13 years.
0: We, like, right before we started recording we were trying to figure out how long we knew each other and we both had a little bit of an existential crisis over it
1: yeah my chest is tight now
0: <laughs> well because this is the person who informed me that this year was our um 10 year anniversary <laughs> yeah our 10 school. year
1: high school reunion i want to die
0: absolutely not um that's for old people i'm not an old person yet um but uh no so yeah we've known each other for like 13 years and like known of each other for 14.
1: Yeah, I think that's accurate.
0: Cause we started, oh God. So we both went to Olympia High School up in Olympia, Washington, um, having very different experiences cause I may or may not have, I didn't hate most of the students, I did not vibe with most of the students. No,
1: but um, they all knew that you didn't like them.
0: <laughs> I'm not good at hiding that. <laughs> if I don't like you, I don't like you.
1: But so there's no, good the... reason for that because of your background and some cultural differences, you know?
0: Yeah, I think like... I didn't really dislike most of the students, like most of our classmates. I just didn't like them. Like they were fine and like perfectly pleasant for the most part, other than what was his name? Austin Butler. Do you remember him?
1: Oh, uh, no.
0: He was like a heavier blonde kid. Not Butler. Austin something. I don't know. Like heavier blonde kid. He like literally messaged me a couple of years ago apologizing for how how much how, how badly he bullied me freshman year. Oh,
1: that's kind also of Kevin's. sweet, but awful past tense.
0: I know, which like also I had forgotten.
1: That's good. I don't At least know you if it's because like, like
0: I didn't really care, or if it's because I just sort of blocked off of my memories from high school. Um, no, like. I mean, also, Kevin Sparks messaged me a few years ago apologizing.
1: Really? What did
0: he do? Um, he was a little bit of a dick to me. I didn't think he was, like, that bad. And I mean, like, I was kind of a little shit, if we're gonna be honest.
1: Yes, you were! <laughs> Rude.
0: Um... Well, no, because, like, I was, like, sort of thrown into this weird... So I knew Kevin Sparks before I knew you. I know. So. Kevin and I met in our math class freshman year along with Christina Kim, who... Okay, weird thing that I, like, need to address about my life. I've gone to, like, four schools with, like, completely different student bodies. Every school I've been to has had at least one person from my elementary school.
1: Oh,
0: that's weird. So, one person from my elementary school went with me to middle school. Christina Kim went to my elementary school for, like, a year or two before she transferred to the smart kids' school. Um, And then I had a kid named Christian one at LMU. I
1: think we need to backtrack a little bit and talk about, like, how you had moved up to Washington from California.
0: Yeah, so I was... I was born and raised in L.A., um, in a suburb of L.A., and when we were, when I was like 13, my mom decided that she wanted to change. So we lived in the Valley, she grew up in the Valley, like, she was sort of, she wanted like a different, she wanted a different experience, and also, I was going into high school, and the high schools were in a bit of disarray here, um... So it was like a number of circumstances that sort of pushed us out of L.A. And then we had a friend that was moving to Yelm. Um, I know. That place. Good God. So we were like thinking of like maybe moving there with her. And then we visited and we saw Yelm. (laughs) And it was not the space for us.
1: That's a very
0: uh, nice way of putting it. is um, a shithole. But, uh, no, that's mean. I shouldn't say that. But no, it I'm is a, big a big very small town.
1: Right, and coming from the big city, like, that was not just a place that would have felt like home to you.
0: But also, spoiler alert, to me, Olympia's a little bit of a small town as well.
1: Really? Like,
0: yeah i that's actually like one of the things that i hated about it it had like a little bit of a small town mentality that like made me uncomfortable and then on top of that like the people in my neighborhood all knew my business i live in an apartment building right now with like 16 different units i don't know my neighbors names
1: yeah that's what it's like in apartments here too i was at an apartment in Kent for a while and thankfully i never met anyone else who lived in the complex
0: Yeah, no, I don't want my neighbors around my business. I live here. I didn't choose to, like, be around you people. I don't necessarily want to be associated with you people. I just want to live here and vibe and then have my friends outside of this.
1: I feel like we were definitely, like, suburbia.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, also, like, the investment that people had in, like, high school sports was, like, fucking weird to me. Um,
1: It's a weird mix of, like, kind of hick folk, kind of preppy folk not very diverse like
0: oh that part also killed me i i walked into that school i walked into school on the first day i i had never been around that many white people before that was a new experience for me i was like i like that sounds like hyperbole like it's not like i genuinely like
1: compared to where you would come from that's a stark contrast
0: it is, and, like, you know, I you know there are parts of, like, L.A. that are, there are parts of L.A. that are, like, sort of, like, um, ethnic enclaves, so, like, there are definitely, like, some white areas of L.A. Um, I'm not from those areas. Like, my elementary school, I'm pretty sure the majority was very specifically Korean. There was a large, like, Korean immigrant community where I grew up. But, like, you know, there were a lot of Korean students, like, my best friend was, um, I had, like, two, three best friends, two were brothers that were Cuban, and one was, um, half Argentine and half, uh, Ashkenazi Jewish. Um. Okay. So, like, I didn't, I, like, walking into school on the first day, like, I had no idea, like, how to function. I was very confused. Also, people were wearing sweats.
1: Yeah, what sweats on the first day here. of school? <laughs> sweats and unboots boots and flip flops. <laughs> no. And slides with socks and basketball shorts and side sweeping oh, hair. Oh god. But you know. Oh, no, um, the side-swept
0: were... hair was like a thing. That was that was that was where we were at.
1: Everybody was wearing like Aeropostale and all that shit. Um, yeah. Back to deep for a quick second before we jump too much into fashion. I actually had a very opposite experience from you because like I realize now being more worldly that like our school was not very diverse but for me at the time it felt like it was because I had just moved from the middle of absolute nowhere in eastern Washington in like a tiny tiny town and it was literally like 70% white people, 30% Mexican people and there was one black family in my entire town. I don't think, at least to my memory, I don't remember there being any Asian families at all. So, like, I didn't have, like, Asian classmates at all until we moved to Olympia. And then I did at Olympia High School. Um, <coughs>
0: and then you so, had all the Vietnamese kids. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a large Vietnamese community in Olympia. A lot of the people who came over, like the war refugees landed there in Seattle.
1: Right. But so my experience, ironically, was kind of opposite of yours. But still, we were definitely mostly white at our school.
0: Yeah, there were like, the school was like white. Asian and I think like there was like two latino families and like there was one black kid when I started there and then we got two black sisters which like also like quick note that was when I learned that was when I learned uh, how uh how uh how quietly racist people can be when they're uh, when they when they come off as a when they tried to come off as progressive, One day... The, yeah, so the two, like, black sisters, who were, like, adorable. Like, they were really sweet. Um, they rode my bus. And one afternoon, they got on the bus, and I heard somebody in the back say, um, watch out, they'll shank you. What? And it was, like... And then people, like, sort of snickered, and I was sort of, like... In hindsight, like I wish I had like spoken up about it, but at the same time, like at this point, this was my soft this was like sophomore year. And at this point I just sort of like acknowledged that this is just like sort of the world we lived in at that point. Um and like I knew the guy who said it and he was just sort of white trash if we're gonna be honest. Um so you know, nothing I said was going to alter anybody's opinion or worldview. Right, it and was you weren't trying
1: of, to escalate the situation either.
0: Yeah, and that's like honestly like, with like my relationship with a lot of the students, especially on my bus, it would have escalated because...
1: And you were very timid in high school compared to how you are now, I would say.
0: I was very what?
1: Timid.
0: Timid? Yeah, I w- I was, and there was also sort of that like quietness came off to a lot of people as arrogance. So a lot of people had this idea that I thought that that I thought I was better than them, which like a couple of people like actually like brought it up to me. um,
1: Well, it didn't help that you would always didn't. say like, "Oh, stupid Washingtonians." <laughs>
0: At a certain point, I was tired, okay?
1: Yeah, not <laughs> uh, enough
0: coffee. Uh, no, like, but, like, one kid, like, aggressively, like, I, like, I, like, innocently, innocently asked, it was freshman year, about, like, what Cabela's was. Because we don't have that here. Um, apparently it's a chain. Who knew? Um,
1: it's like REI, kinda.
0: It's like, REI meets Disneyland, from my understanding. I don't know, I never went in. Um, But I heard they have like a mountain, no? They have like some weird shit in there?
1: Yeah, it's not really like interactive, and there's no like rides or animatronics, but they just have a bunch of like, I don't know what you'd call it taxidermy, but like stuffed dead animals, I don't know. I hate like that. A, like a mountain. I hate it's like that. A, it's like a hunting store, and there's like a, I don't know, decorations inside.
0: Yeah. Um, not my vibe, not my scene, but, uh, I asked him what Cabela's was, and he went, oh, you think you're better than me, don't you? And I'm like, I was literally just asking you what Cabela's was. <laughs> Did
1: he like, tell you? I, what? Did he tell you? No. Really? He wanted, like, this
0: tirade, and I was with, um, I was in English with, uh, Mr. Salmi. Was that his name?
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I was in there. It was just, like, the two of us. I was early, and I looked over at Mr. Salmi, and he was sort of, like, he didn't know what to do with the situation. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Um, yeah, no. It was, and then one kid just told me that he thought that I hated him when we first met, which, um, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I never stopped hating him. There was something about his personality I found annoying. Um, But yeah, he like, it was, the kids had an idea, like the other kids had an idea that like, I thought I was better than them. Which I didn't. I just didn't vibe. And I acknowledged that I didn't vibe. And apparently that acknowledgement also came off as arrogant
1: interesting i would say you were definitely different than everyone else and you knew that and you did kind of choose to be kind of an outcast i would say at least from my perspective
0: um i mean it really felt like the only choice if we're going to be honest because i was so like one sort of dynamic that Like, looking back, I have to sort of acknowledge is, like, I used to walk around and I could hear people making fun of how I was dressed. Um, I could hear people sort of, like, talking shit about me. And so...
1: I remember this.
0: So I, like, didn't... You know, at first, like, it was sort of like, well, fuck you too. And then it sort of became a little bit of a game. Because it was, like...
1: Yeah, I remember we used to, like, laugh at people eventually at some point. We used to think it was funny that people were, like, bothered.
0: Yeah, because it's also, it's like, I'm not giving you shit for your fucking sweats on the first day of fucking school.
1: Right.
0: Like, why are you giving me shit for wearing something that, like... At that point, I was sort of, like... I was a bit of a follower when it came to style and like so I was like following a lot of like what I was seeing my friends in LA wearing or what I was seeing like people like celebrities from like the UK and like LA and New York.
1: I would say um, you had a very different sense in fashion and uh, at least from my perspective correct me if I'm wrong you were pretty passionate about that you really loved following trends and things that were not the norm in olympia but we're like mainstream in other places that are more fashion forward you know
0: yeah um yeah and that that i would say that that is accurate um i will also like as i've like evolved and like grown into like myself i've developed a little bit more of a unique sort of unique. I'm not going to say unique style because I know that somebody's going to listen to this and like give me shit for it, but...
1: Or at least like individual, like doing your own thing, being yourself.
0: Yeah, I think I've found like my own voice in my clothing, whereas back then I was wearing like what I thought was cool rather than sort of my own expression and interpretation of what I see it. I have some
1: great pictures that you can post with this.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, they're so cringe.
1: It's so Um, great though. It's cute, baby Liam.
0: I know it is. Um, I got a lot of, I got some positive reactions to that picture I posted for your birthday. Oh. Oh, you know what picture I really need to find? Um, I think it was. It was either junior it was junior year, at this like end of the year situation. Um, I'm wearing that blue Hawaiian shirt and my uh tortoiseshell Ray-Ban Aviators. I forget what you were wearing.
1: I think a purple but, tank top. But like in the yeah. day with the bouncy house? Is that what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, no, not the bouncy house was it the
1: bouncy house? I don't get Um,
0: but like it's a cute fucking picture. I've, like, actually always left that picture of us.
1: I think I know which one you're talking about. Because I remember the glasses.
0: I had it turned into a Polaroid senior year in photography.
1: Okay, oh, um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That. And you know what? I think you gave me a copy of that, like, actually. Like, when you printed them out, I'm pretty sure I still have it. It's just at my dad's somewhere. house in Olympia.
0: I think I know where it, I think I might have the Polaroid still. I think I might know where that is. Because, like, also, like, I, at a certain point, like, lost all the photos on my phone. I don't know what the fuck happened. And then, also, like, in the move from, like, so, I moved back down to LA the day after we graduated high school. um, In the move, like, a lot of stuff sort of got, like, lost or, like, misplaced it's like here somewhere but cuz also i live with my mom just spoiler alert um she moved in here before i did i still have not gone through all the stuff that is in my room
1: did i haven't either i still have like boxes of stuff at my dad's house and then i ended up moving to tacoma and like i have what i brought with me and i've moved back to my dad's and then back to tacoma then back to my dad's and then back to tacoma and i is have just like boxes everywhere that i need to go through like, a lot of stuff from high school is just like in misorganized piles at his house
0: <laughs> but i was able to just i knew exactly where to go to grab the um <laughs> the yearbook earlier
1: yeah um
0: we were trying to figure out somebody's name, and I had to go into the yearbook to, uh, remember. He just
1: whips out I'm... our high school yearbook out of thin air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, they're all up there. I also have my middle school yearbooks up there as well. Um,
1: Aw, where did you go to middle school?
0: I went to a school called Pacoima Middle School. Um.
1: In California?
0: Yeah, so it's, um in a suburb of L.A. called Pacoima. Um, It's a little bit of a rough area, (laughs) Um, which is another reason. So, like, I it's a very, like, heavily Latino neighborhood. Um, And very heavily, like, most of the parents were either immigrants or first gen. Like, it's sort of an immigrant... Primarily, like, Mexican community. So, my school, my middle school was, like, 90, 95% Latino. So then going from, like, 90, 95% Latino to, like, white. 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 Major culture shock. I had, like, genuinely never been anywhere that was, like, that, like, I, I, cause, like, you know, I wouldn't say that anything, anywhere that, like, 90, 95% of the population is one ethnicity is diverse, but, like, I just, I, I still, like, after living there for four years and, like, having gone to, <clears throat> actually, no, LMU is actually pretty diverse, yeah, yeah. After living in Olympia for four years, like, I still don't fully understand white culture. I'm very confused. I'm still confused. Um, no, but, oh, back to, so, my friend from here who moved up to Yelm, moved up to Yelm because her nephew lived in Spanaway.
1: Oh, that's where I live now.
0: Isn't that where PLU is?
1: PLU says that they're in Tacoma, but technically they're in Parkland. So, and it's like <coughs> 10 minutes from where I live now. And Parkland is kind of like, I don't know, it's right next to Spanaway.
0: Okay. Um, one of my mom's friend's kids moved up to, he said he was moving to Tacoma. He moved, he bought a house in Spanaway.
1: Okay. It's like, um, Lakewood is south of Parkland, and Parkland is south of Tacoma, and Spanaway is east of Parkland, but not as far east as Puyallup.
0: Say that word again?
1: Puyallup.
0: <laughs> I never, I never got that. Let's I could try never it. get that. Puyallup?
1: That's really close. You're saying all instead of al. Pew Puyallup?
0: Puyallup?
1: <laughs>
0: yes. I, I feel like I just took a trip to Minnesota. Uh.
1: Pew, like a church pew, Pew. Owl, and then say al, and then say up. Al,
0: up. Puyallup. There you go. Okay. I still feel like I'm in Minnesota. Um.
1: Weird Washington towns. It's fine.
0: Well because like all the towns all like the towns and like city names that they're like native. hmm But
1: yes, that's true. The Puyallup tribe is where that comes from.
0: Like and the Tahoma and Right.
1: Nisqually.
0: I like Nisqually. I like that name. I like that word. It's a satisfying word.
1: I agree, and that area is really beautiful, like, where the wildlife refuge is there, that walk on the water, which is, like, beside the point. But when you were in high school, did you ever go there? No. Really? I
0: I went to Seattle, Tacoma, and Portland, and that was, like, about it. We'd oh, my really... God,
1: when we went to Portland, that was so fun.
0: That was cute. I love Portland. Portland's a cute little town. Um... That sounded so patronizing.
1: <laughs> you know it's definitely a city. <laughs> it's not L. A., way, but it's this whole city.
0: Okay. Well, no. Uh. Uh-uh. uh Downtown. Downtown Portland feels like a town.
1: Yeah, that's like, like very, something vibe, very tiny, but it's still big.
0: Not downtown Portland. Like Portland, when Portland built up, they built up like more on like the like borders of downtown they didn't build up their downtown so their downtown is very quaint it's very cute although i didn't really do a whole lot i didn't really go down like to downtown portland very often and like the most time that i spent there was actually remember when i came up there in 2017 yes um so that trip was really like the most time that i spent in like downtown portland I have a very negative opinion of downtown Portland.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: It was 100 degrees. <laughs> it was 100 degrees, and, like, the homeless people were just, like, passing out on the sidewalk because, like, of course they were, because it was 100 fucking degrees.
1: And no one um, up here is prepared for it to be hot like that. That's what we consider, like, a heat wave. but Nobody has AC up
0: here. That's a heat wave here, too. Um, We don't... We, like... Where I'm from, we get hot. Like, we get to, like, 100, like, average temperature for the summer. But, like, where I am now, if it's above 90, I'm dead. I'm done. I'm not going outside.
1: Right. Screw that.
0: Um, but we have air conditioning.
1: (laughs) Right. So you're at least, like, prepared for people to, like, be safe. When it happens up here, people, like, die of heat exhaustion.
0: Yeah. Um, because y'all are, like... You guys, there's like a very, there's a very weird, so I consider LA to be sort of like a weird, we don't necessarily, there are a lot of like differences between LA and like American culture and the American mindset generally. You have a very like American sort of like taking pride in suffering mindset. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Similar to like the biggest example of that is like New York because like in LA we talk about New York as just being like a case study in Stockholm Syndrome Um because New Yorkers will spend their entire lives bitching about New York and then like have the most pride in it and like will never leave and it's it's not mathing there, there's there's something <laughs> there's a disconnect there you spend all your time complaining about life in New York and then you're like I would never leave. It's the greatest place on earth. Like, okay, sure. But like, they take like pride in the struggle. And like, I feel like Washingtonians take pride in like the struggle of living in a heat wave.
1: Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, is that like most of the year it's not hot. So like, if I were to pay to get air conditioning put into my house, I might use it 10 days out of the year. Right.
0: So, you say that. Uh... I
1: say that, but, yeah, I mean, I guess I would use it when it's, like, 80 degrees, but it really doesn't get above that all that often. It's happened, like, three times this year.
0: So we had air conditioning. We put air conditioning in. Um, We put air conditioning... Yeah. Yeah. We put air conditioning in just in time for that weird... Remember when I hit, like, 106?
1: Oh my god, I just proved your point because my reaction to you saying that was, oh, you guys are used to being spoiled and having air conditioning in LA. <laughs> <laughs> wow, why is that my gut reaction? Um,
0: but, I mean, we overuse air conditioning. If it's, like, above, like, I'm sweltering in my room right now, and I think it's, like, maybe 70 degrees in here. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> and I actually do have air conditioning where I live. I sublet um, a room in my friend's house, and um, there's air conditioning here where we rent. And I'm like freezing I mean, all the time.
0: Oh, um, I ch- keep that air conditioning. Like crank it up. Like keep it there. Um, especially now, like it's gotten like humid here. I will
1: uh-huh. pop open I truly.
0: I don't think I've ever had a Truly. Really? They're
1: all the rage. I've had either. like.
0: Where's oh, like the white sauce? Oh, also those Kettle Cutter. One drinks are really good. What? The Kettle One drinks, like the they have like Kettle One like mixed drinks now.
1: I haven't seen that.
0: They're so good.
1: Um, I went to a pool party were... last
0: year that was like sponsored by or sort of sorry not sponsored by. Actually, no, it might have been sponsored by Impulse, which is like a, it's a foundation here, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, and that was like the first place that I saw it, and, um, I think they were sort of promoting it, because Kettle One knows who their, who their market is.
1: And what market is that? Oh. (laughs) Gays. Really?
0: Vodka. Oh. Vodka
1: is gay water. Got a lot of like... So I do on the weekends work as a server at a country bar here in Tacoma. A country bar? Yeah, a country bar where they do line dancing and two-step. It's actually so much fun. I like to go out there and dance on my nights off. But, so I am a server and it packs out. There's like 500 people there every Saturday day. And the people who order... Vodka sodas from me, like all night long, are like the middle aged white women. So,
0: gays are middle aged white women. Really? No, but also, we need to, uh, when you come, we need to go to pump. Talk about like middle aged white women. It's middle aged white women getting wine drunk and falling out of their sleep and falling out of their seats. It's great. Oh my gosh. That sounds fun. Um no, so anyway. We just got very sidetracked there. I don't even remember what we were talking about.
1: It's okay, vodka.
0: Vodka. I mean vodka I truly... vodka cure us all.
1: You know, we really did not to get us kinda of back to the whole high school thing. We really did not party. I'm kinda of proud of us.
0: Where were the parties?
1: I mean I could think of some. But like oh. I mean, There weren't a lot, and I don't know if you would call them a party compared to, like, other places where there were probably bigger parties. But, like, I really feel like we didn't drink that much in high school, and I'm proud of us.
0: I didn't drink at all in high school.
1: Really? Oh my god.
0: Yeah. I, this goes back to me not super liking the rest of... classmates. (laughs) or classmates.
1: <laughs> I started drinking at sixteen when I went to Germany, and then I came home and um, pretty much drink sometimes with my family and sometimes with some acquaintances. From there, on I remember.
0: On. I remember you drinking. I remember you having like been drinking in Germany, um, and then you were like you were friends with people that like actually like, did stuff.
1: Um, Yeah, like, by association, I would say, well, I ended up being friends with them, like, later on, but, like, the guy I was dating at the time had some friends that would, like, have alcohol at their house, and, um...
0: Are we talking about, uh...
1: Just, like, senior year. What? Senior year.
0: Yeah, the... The, the person that we, uh...
1: Have no which, issue with.
0: <laughs> what?
1: We have no issue with this person. Anyway, we have no issue odd. with this person. That person's friends, um... We would go and drink at their house. At their parents' house. Because they yeah. provided us, like, a safe space to, like, hang out on the weekends. And that was fun. But I wouldn't say that that was, like... I don't know, like, parties. And I did it more
0: after I graduated. I don't know. Yeah, I... Like, I was sort of, I was a total, like, straight edge, and then I went to college and was, like, actually social. Um,
1: I was still a straight edge in college.
0: (laughs) I went to college and, like, immediately started, like, going to parties and drinking and every once in a while, like, smoking some weed, like, Nothing crazy.
1: I went to a few parties, like, my freshman year. And then I think it increased more, like, my sophomore and junior year. And then senior year, I moved off campus and, like, threw parties of my own. And we threw, like, fucking ragers. It was great. Well, because you were with,
0: you were with, like, the same guy from high school through...
1: Yes. Through college. Through
0: Through college, through life. And he was
1: older than me, so like, but only by like a year and a half. But like when he turned 21, that was like, clutch.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's like, actually like, I mean, for me, when I went to college I joined a fraternity, so like, getting alcohol was easy.
1: My Christian liberal arts school did not even have Greek Row.
0: We didn't have good either. I you forget that I went to a Catholic school.
1: That's right. Oh
0: god. Um, but it was it was Catholic in name, and that's about it. No one went. Like we had a chapel on campus. No one went. I've never met so many atheists in my life. Like it was. Actually, no. I actually have not met. I have met one religious person as an adult, and that's it. Really. I'm gay. We don't, we don't, we don't ascribe to, um, organized religions, because organized religions kind of hate us.
1: I can see that. But, like, I would think you would meet plenty of other people that do.
0: I don't meet straight people.
1: Interesting. Like,
0: Like, I mean, even, like, when I'm, like, working, so, like, I'll do... Like, I do background, and, like, when I'm on set, like... Sometimes I'll like chat with people for the most part like not so much. I I sit there with my book and just sort of like vibe. But even then, like a lot of the street people in LA aren't super religious either. Like LA is not a super religious city.
1: Interesting.
0: Um like I've it, I mean obviously like religion doesn't come up when we're have like when we're making small talk on the set. No. But uh, yeah, no, like just not, not very religious, like LA just generally. And even like the religious people in LA are like not, that was another thing that I noticed there and that actually living in Washington is why I am no longer religious. The people, the religion up there is a little bit more extreme. I feel like a lot of a lot of like the Northwest and like particularly like my experience in Olympia is there's like this like weird polarization. It's like people are either super conservative or super liberal, super religious or super atheist, like super you know super grungy, super preppy, like every everything was to like the extreme.
1: I feel like it's definitely still like that and it's worse now.
0: So, like, you know, the religious, like, the religion there, so I was raised Catholic. My grandparents on my mom's side are both from Ireland, and, uh, you know, I grew up Catholic in L.A., which was, like, chill vibes. It was mostly just, like, don't be a greedy, shitty person, and that was really it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then, you know, and mass was an hour, and out. Know. Fine. And, like, it never got political, nothing. Moved up there.
1: I feel like my experience in high school with church was, like, God, I don't want to be mean, but so many extreme Baptist people that were um, not very inclusive or welcoming of people from different backgrounds than their own, and very intense with, like, trying to convert everybody to be Baptist and just toxic and re Kind of half and half. So my experience was like kind of what you Describe where it was like people who like fully like prescribed as like their identity being like yeah Baptist and like go to school and like act all super Christian, but also be like really hypocritical because they were so judgmental but my dad is actually raised Lutheran and after gosh a couple years in high school and um one of my friends that I went to Baptist church with was gay and we were like 14 and we were in youth group together and he'd be at church with his family there you know just like minding his own business and like Trying to be a good person and be nice to people and people were horrible to him there. But who was gay? Awful. Huh?
0: He was gay? gay?
1: Um did you say who?
0: Yeah.
1: He did not go to high school with us.
0: Okay.
1: I don't think you ever met him, but his name was Nate and he's a wonderful person. And I just remember like all the passive aggressive like little lectures that they would give in bible study and youth group when he was there that were about like um how gay people won't make it into the kingdom of heaven blah blah blah, whatever so i had like a horrible time there and some other personal drama and them being like really judgmental of my family and like we fell out with them and that's all terrible but my dad was actually raised Lutheran, and so I started going to Lutheran Church instead, which was my grandma's church. I wish I'd just been freaking going there all the time. And um, the Baptist church that I was at really, like, kind of ruined organized religion for me because it was such a bad experience. Um, Fuck them, honestly. But, uh... I had such a better time at the Lutheran Church because people there were actually nice and not like trying to get everyone to convert and just welcoming and like kind to everyone and not judgmental and it was just a positive, chill environment and there's so many other places in Washington that are not like that and it's disgusting. But... Yeah. Are you still religious? I don't know. It's a good question. I think um, I'm like spiritual, but like I said, I have a hard time with organized religion because I think it has caused literally so much war and yeah. torment of innocent people and I I just really have a lot of issues with it.
0: And then we also have the weird added complication of Westboro picketing our school.
1: Oh my god, they literally came to our school. And I don't even remember why.
0: Um, the... They were voting on whether... at the cap- They were voting at the Capitol on whether to, um... To just pass, like, the bill legalizing same-sex marriage or, um or put it to a vote, and they were there, they were protesting at the Capitol and they decided to make a pit stop. They called us a fag-infested demonic whorehouse, or no, not demonic, satanic, it was we were a fag-infested satanic whorehouse.
1: I mean, <laughs> yay. just kidding, yay! <laughs> I,
0: mean, I mean it was, for all intents and purposes, fag-infested, we all came out afterwards.
1: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Um. My
0: mom My mom laughs about it because like there are so many of us That came out after we graduated Liam came out when we were in school Though right
1: Did you say Liam Yeah Um I'm not sure I feel like it wasn't like an official announcement Or anything but like
0: He needed Jonah
1: I I knew Jonah was out Big time
0: Jonah I was bi. Buy. Well, Jonah is whatever, we'll
1: by whatever he <sighs> is and identifies, at, um, identifies as, that's great. But I definitely knew that he was queer and he was very vocal about it, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't care what Jonah identifies as. I, cause I don't. I don't like him.
1: He was Um, really, really mean to me, actually. That's one of the few people that I will actually confidently say on record that they were a bully and really rude.
0: Yeah. I didn't like him. Um, And that was, like, one of the first people... So, like, also another, like, something else. Like, the first group of kids that I did sort of, like, socialize with were all from St. Mike's. And they were... Uh, sort of shitty people
1: Yeah, talk about extreme religion
0: yeah so actually like I was Catholic so st. Mike's fucking wild man like literally like I women were going in veils I nobody goes to church goes to mass in a veil anymore that's like not a thing
1: I like that's we like really did weird that there. oh my gosh
0: and then when Westboro picketed outside of our school We received a bunch of letters of support from religious organizations in the city. Not them. They didn't care, fuck the gays.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, And then on top of that, one day we were sitting in mass and uh, it was when they were passing a bill about um, stem cell research. And he, the pastor literally sat there And waited for us to fill out something to send to our um representatives.
1: What?
0: Yeah. They need to have their tax status revoked.
1: Oh what? And he needs to be yeah. Yeah.
0: Um I don't know what's going on there. And like also like so there were like two girls from St. Mike's that were not super bitchy to me. Mishawna Watkinson and her friend.
1: I know who that is, yeah.
0: Um, Mishana is a girl with the deaf parents, and then her friend is definitely a lesbian. Or something, or some sort of queer. Or maybe they- or maybe like, non-binary. I, like, not gonna speculate, but...
1: Yeah, I don't remember who you're talking about, but I know who Mashana is.
0: Yeah. yeah. She was nice. Sure. Oh my god, I remember Nicole Brown?
1: Yes. She's still alive. Yes. Haven't you seen how happy she is? Well, you don't use Facebook. You said you don't know anyone our age who uses Facebook. She uses Facebook. She's very active on it and posts lots of pictures of her and her boyfriend and her cat. And she moved is to she Kansas. Already? She moved to Kansas and she's a pharmacist tech.
0: She She moved to Kansas? Kansas. a I hope she doesn't listen to this because it's it's kind of bitchy. Um, she always- is she really our age? Because she always struck me as 30.
1: You know, I don't know. Um, I think she's really our age. You know, that's how we met was through her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did we meet through her or did we meet through Kevin?
1: Definitely through Nicole.
0: Ah. Yeah, no, I don't have like anything against Nicole. She's a weird person.
1: She and I were really good friends back then, and then she moved to another school, and I never really saw her again after that.
0: She moved to another school.
1: Yeah, that's why we didn't like hang out with her anymore. Junior or senior year, it wasn't that we didn't like her. She moved away.
0: Wait, I remember this. She
1: um she transferred to Black Mm -hmm. Hills. Oh. Where it smells like cow. Black Hills smells like cow shit. Yeah. My dad dad grew up in Olympia, Washington, fun fact, and went to Capitol High School. So, like, Olympia High School was actually the rival of the school where he went to, and then I ended up going there, which is funny. But, so, growing up in Olympia, um, the other school that's in a different district on the west side of Olympia called Black Hills, he always calls it Cow Pie High.
0: Yeah, because that's what it smells like.
1: Literally, cause um, it's right by did, a big fucking cow pasture.
0: Yeah, we did, like, the... What was that, like, charity thing where you just sort of walked around in circles all night?
1: Relay for Life?
0: That one. We did Relay for Life, and Relay for Life was at uh, Black Hills. Oh, I didn't do that. It was senior year, because I remember listening to LMFAO on my way back home. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <not> that. No! <laughs>
1: Remember when I was on Drill Team senior year and our first routine that we did at the beginning of the year was to party rock anthem and how terrible it was?
0: I remember that. There was also, yeah, I mean, you, your entire stint on Drill Team was like a fever dream to me. Honestly. on yeah.
1: Well, you know that, like... The coach had, like, abruptly quit and they struggled to, like, fill the vacancy, so they didn't have, like, tryouts that year.
0: Ah. Uh... Did you know
1: that? <laughs> That's the only way I made it onto the team.
0: <laughs> and then you also had the wrestler girl who had...
1: Julia! I love her!
0: She was a sweet girl. I saw the extensions. questions on the hair. the extensions.
1: The extensions were so <laughs> bad. But you know what? My hair was bad in high school, too, so... All of
0: her hair was bad. bad. My My hair hair was was bad. bad.
1: She was, like, if you kind of think about it, like, ahead of the game in a way. Like, it looked bad. Like, you could see the extensions. It was so obvious. That was kind of her look, though, was kind of, like, punky. Like, she didn't care that you could see the extensions. But, um... Everyone does that, and nobody did the extensions back then, and now everybody does hair extensions. True. They look a lot better. But, they like, do. she was kind um, of ahead of the trend there.
0: Those were, like, she had those, like, clip-ins, those, like, cheap clip-ins. Yes. Um, cause she had to take them in and out, so, like, I mean, really that's the only option for what she needed them for. Cause she needed them for she had her hair short for the wrestling, right?
1: Yeah, she was super into wrestling team, and she was buff as hell. And um, oh, there I didn't know used that. to be jokes, um, friendly jokes. Like she would laugh, like we were laughing with her, but she was like so buff from being on the wrestling team that she had like solid pecs instead of boobs, and you could like punch her in the boob and it didn't hurt. So she was like. All of the leg boys on the wrestling team thought that was so funny. Um, no one can see yeah. you in this audio recording. You're doing some funny things I wish they could see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm trying to, like, get comfortable. So I usually sit on, like, a fitness ball at my desk, but um, that makes noises. So,
1: oh, but it's ergonomic.
0: Yeah, so I'm sitting on a with super, super short shorts, but um, I'm sitting on a stepladder.
1: Oh my god, those are super short shorts.
0: <laughs> I don't... I um, either wear shorts that are, like, almost obscenely short, or, like, hitting my shin. Nothing in between.
1: Yeah. Whatever's comfortable, or whatever you like the look
0: of. Um... um. No, but, uh, I forgot that you were on drill team. I remember that now, and I remember how weird that was. But I And I, I was in marching band.
1: Marching band before that. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's, that's what really I remember you. Girl.
1: And that's um, how I knew Christina Kim.
0: I loved her. We, like, we never had a falling out or anything. We just sort of, like, drifted apart.
1: Well, I spent a lot of time with you, and I never saw the two of you together so you guys must not have had similar schedules
0: we did not um i mean i well we took similar classes like we were in all like the honors and ap classes
1: i was gonna bring that up you were like the kid that took all of the honors and ap classes oh my god
0: i was to my detriment um, not going Probably
1: stressed you out.
0: Um, well, no, only sophomore year. Sophomore year stressed me out, and that was really only because of fucking Beeson. Fuck that guy. I hope he's dead. Um, he was awful. He was so mean. He hated me.
1: I think I worked with him when I was working at Olympia High School.
0: So he's, he's not, not dead. dead?
1: Um, not two years ago.
0: I knew that they, I still sensed an evil on, on this planet. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I'm about to be struck the fuck down for this. Um,
1: yeah, that's, that's bad.
0: <laughs> but it, it's true. No, like, I had to have, like, several, like, parent meetings with him um, to sort of work out, like, what, how I could succeed in his class.
1: You did and honors time, chemistry with him, right? Or was it honors bio?
0: It was you honors, honors cat. I was in regular bio with, um, Roth. Oh, God. Roth, who fucking hated me to begin with, but then ended up loving me by the end of the year. Yeah, Um, because you're
1: a smart person and a good kid.
0: But he, thank you, but he, Bisa never, like, grew to like me. And I switched to Wright's class, which is, like, a regular chem class.
1: Yeah, and then you were the
0: TA. Yeah, I thrived. I did well in that class. I loved... Wright is fucking insane. Did you have him or did you have Beeson?
1: I had Wright, yeah, and it was wild. He taught us all how to make homemade fireworks.
0: Do you remember him doing the stupid fucking flame thing with the hands and the soap and the bubbles?
1: Yeah, vaguely.
0: He burned the ceiling.
1: Yeah, no, I remember that.
0: He scorched the ceiling.
1: He did not care. He did not care.
0: No, also, um, when I TA'd for him, I was scraping like some, like, I was scraping like a crystal off of the, um, out of a something or other. Uh,
1: okay.
0: Out of like a dish. And he looks at me and he's like, oh, it's like we're making meth.
1: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: He once wrote the chemical, he once wrote, like, the, whatever it's called, like, the chemical formula or whatever for meth on the fucking whiteboard.
1: Oh my god.
0: And then... So
1: he's Olympia's <laughs> Breaking Bad?
0: He really is. Oh he's god. literally fucking insane. I
1: I love him, honestly. He's so weird. <laughs> he's great.
0: Um. Uh, and then, he still
1: works at Olympia High School, and I worked with him a little bit.
0: Right, does? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that he's still alive. Unlike Beeson. Um, you
1: act like our teachers are all really old or something.
0: <laughs> Beeson is.
1: Yeah, but mm, I, don't know more. Right. I don't know if he's The rest of them weren't. I don't know if he's that older. Was still there? Older. Yeah, Schaefer and Snodgrass, both of them.
0: Snodgrass, 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 English. I satire. never had him.
1: I know you missed out. But I regret not taking Britlet. Because I never had Miss Violet.
0: Okay, so he taught. Satire. Yeah, that's right. I had him the first day of satire. Um, I and love then I switched man. to Violet. Cause I fucking love Violet. So Violet and I got off on the wrong foot. And
1: was that that uncommon for you?
0: Actually, yeah. The teachers all tended to like me, other than Beeson.
1: That's good. Yeah, I feel like the staff was mostly really good
0: yeah I mean like I got along with most of my teachers um but
1: anyway there Violet, were what you were talking about miss Violet
0: Oh yeah so Violet and I got off on the wrong foot and then she uh we had a te- we had a meeting with my mom and all of a sudden her opinion to me flipped um sophomore year because I had her for honors English sophomore year. Uh,
1: oh, you have your lot then,
0: yeah, I mean, I voluntarily went back and took your class senior year.
1: Wait.
0: Not only did I voluntarily go back and take your class, I fought to get into that class.
1: I did that to be in Mr. Snodgrass's class again because I took sophomore English with him, except I think it was I think it was a p English that I took mm. with Snodgrass. I don't remember I took. That did AP U.S. History with um, Schaefer, I and then yeah, my love junior year I took AP English with Snodgrass, and then I loved his class so much and Schaefer's class that I thought to be in both of their classes like, again senior year. So I took I... Um, AP Gov with Schaefer and um, satire with Snodgrass.
0: I wish that I had had Snodgrass. I wish I had had anybody else for AP English junior year. I fucking hated that guy.
1: Who did you have? I
0: forget his name. I don't know. Some white dude with, like, spiky hair. He was next door to, um, Schaefer.
1: Oh. Um. I want to say it's, like, Underwood or something.
0: Yes. No, not Underwood. That's Soubois. Underland.
1: Is it Underland?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know, but I know who you're talking about. I never had him, but he always seemed kind of awkward. And then I, spoiler alert, was a staff member at our high school, like, nine years later. But, um, well, nine years after we graduated, ten years from, like, my sophomore year or some shit. And, like, um, interacting with him a staff member, he was very just kind of quiet
0: and awkward. yeah, I mean like I don't dislike him. I no I I do dislike him i I dislike him for his personality. He's not like a bad person. but like I I did not vibe with him. Also, I refused to read the last book that we read in that class. so I ended up with a C. What
1: was the book? But
0: Huckleberry Finn.
1: Oh. So It was American
0: Light. I, I don't like, like American, American Light.
1: Yeah. So you you refused to read that and he gave you a C.
0: Yeah. I mean he didn't UBC? give me a C, I earned a C. Right. Um also like he would check for annotations. I'm not an annotator. Like
1: Yeah, I had to do that in um AK English eleven as well.
0: He got mad at me one time because I was like, he, um, it was, uh, it was, uh, we were reading, what's that one that takes place in the Hamptons? In the 20s? The Great Gatsby. That one. It was Great Gatsby, which is one of my favorite books and I'm upset that I couldn't remember the name of it. And he tried to take it and he goes, okay, let me check check for annotations I'm like, don't even bother. And he just, like, gave me this look, I'm like... You know by now I don't annotate. Oh. You know I go through and, like, randomly underline shit to get the credit for it. Like... (laughs) Like... I don't know. It was... But yeah, I didn't like him. It was bad. But Violet I loved. Um... Schaefer I fucking loved. I miss Schaefer.
1: Yeah, great. Still there. Unless he retired since I was there, but in 2021, he was still
0: there. He definitely hasn't retired. He was only in his 40s. Okay, but what if
1: it was mid-40s or late 40s, and that was 10, 12 years ago, Liam? Whatever. No, he's (laughs) he's definitely still there. He was young. No, I know he's still there.
0: He acknowledged acknowledged the fact that he he was. that he looked old
1: once. Oh no. He said some
0: wildly inappropriate
1: shit. He did. He was so, like, honest with us, though.
0: He once said, uh. He once said I traded my six pack for a keg.
1: Oh my god, really? (laughs) Where was I? You were there. (laughs) Maybe it just went over my head. I was so sheltered.
0: We, uh. So, Natalie and I had APUS history together with a teacher named Mr. Schaefer I sat right next to his desk and Natalie sat right on the other side of me yeah
1: (laughs) oh yeah so when he had stuff to pass out he gave it to you like every time
0: yeah (laughs) and like we we built built up like kind of a relationship with him
1: yeah I never did the reading for his class and I feel bad
0: he knew no one did the reading for his class. <laughs> he like acknowledged it on the first day of class. He's like, it's easy to put this class on the back burner and I get it. So like, read, don't read. You're going to get the information that you need from my class, <laughs> from like my teaching.
1: Um, but honestly, I think <laughs> like he would get sidetracked and like soapbox a lot. So like, I feel he like I yeah, he did soapbox. Yeah, it that soap- much. <laughs>
0: He would soapbox, talk about Disneyland, and say, like, wildly inappropriate things about his personal life and his body.
1: I love um, all the
0: Disneyland talk. Uh, I miss, I, I love, I, his class was the best, and honestly I felt like I learned the most from it.
1: I learned a lot, um, of things that were not necessarily, like, the curriculum. And I did learn a lot about U.S. history, but I learned a lot about like modern day politics and culture and stuff that I didn't get from other areas of study. And I'm really thankful for that, honestly.
0: Yeah. And he comes from an interesting sort of perspective as well, because he's from the Central Valley, which is another place that spells like cow shit. (laughs) Um, and, um, and like, he, he's in the Central Valley in California, and then he went to school at uh, Cal State Fullerton. Oh, I So he grew up that. in a really conservative area, and then went to school in what is still a conservative area, but Fullerton, like, Cal State Fullerton itself is, like, very liberal.
1: Yeah, and somehow um, he ended up being very Democrat.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, just, like, with the proximity to L.A. and stuff like that, like, he ended up having, like, weird sort of perspectives, um, and they were, he provided some, like, really valuable, like, cultural insights. He never really let it. he, we all sort of knew his political leanings because of who he was, but he never really made any, like, sort of political statements to, like, Right. Overtly political statement. I
1: guess I know now from what I see him post on Facebook and what I have over the many years I've been his Facebook friend, which is, like, few, ten. But, um... Eleven. Yeah. I don't remember if he friended me before I graduated or not.
0: Um, he did. He friended all of us before graduation.
1: That's right. And then, um... We made, like, a bunch of different Facebook events when it was his birthday, and we had to make sure they were private so he wouldn't see it.
0: Um. That was fun. No, also, he was attractive, at least to me.
1: Yeah, I did not think he was unattractive, and I kind of thought the, um, self-hate comments that he would jokingly make all the time was, like, heartbreaking, because he was adorable.
0: Um, and then he posted, like, that young photo of him, and I was like, Oh. It was sort of like a Biden moment, like, it, when people saw, like, Joe <laughs> Biden for the first time, and everyone was like, excuse me?
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, and Snodgrass, too. Like, when they were young, they were hot.
0: Snodgrass was still attractive, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Although, I have a thing for older guys, so,
1: <laughs> whoops.
0: Uh... I mean, I
1: think that they're both, like, your typical, um, scruffy white guy, you know? I think they're yeah. handsome and definitely um, not ugly and not fat and they should not joke about themselves
0: that way. Remember his remember Schaefer's story about um Wright when they took a trip back east?
1: No.
0: Um, they were in line for some like tourist attraction in New York and they were like waiting I think they were waiting in line at the Statue of Liberty and they had to go through security. And Wright being who he is, like the insane person that he is, goes, I don't know I have to do this, I can have liquid nitrogen attached to my body and no one would know it, it wouldn't be caught by these metal detectors, I could blow the entire thing up, and Schaefer's like, freaking out, like, okay, stop talking, stop talking, yeah,
1: shut like, up. shut the fuck up, yeah. Oh my goodness. And Wright probably thought it was funny that he was freaking out.
0: Oh, he did, because Wright is a literal fucking insane person. Brilliant, incredible teacher.
1: Love him. Insane. Yeah, the best ones are.
0: But no, oh, speaking of Wright, remember, you know who was in the class that I TA'd for?
1: Mm, Claire Denwell. No, Yes. Yes?
0: Yes, not who I was talking about, though.
1: Wow, I got that right, kind of. Who were you talking about?
0: Christina Darnell.
1: Christina Tarnell. Oh! I remember her. Be nice, Liam. Be nice,
0: Liam. Um, her psychologist once told her to, uh, ask me out. Oh, really? And she told me.
1: She was a very opinionated person.
0: She's not a bad person. She drove me insane. Also, she and Caitlyn Cavalock fucking hated each other.
1: Caitlyn who?
0: Oh, you didn't know Caitlyn. I love Caitlyn. I know you had a friend
1: named Caitlyn that I didn't know.
0: Yeah. Um, we met in French. She was a sophomore. Um, the people, All the people that I liked the most were ahead of us. The um,
1: most what?
0: All the people that I liked the most were like, above us. Same.
1: When my boyfriend at the time and all of his friends graduated, I was like, great, now I don't have anybody to hang out with. Thank God I had you.
0: I know. I mean, thank God I had you, but like, cause you were. You were really the only person that I hung out with outside of school. And then Kayleena Springer that one time. Ugh. Whatever happened to her?
1: Um. she around?
0: Is she still in Olympia?
1: No idea. Uh,
0: she's alive, and about. that's about all we know about her.
1: We drifted apart for sure. But there was definitely like, um, she came to PLU a year after I did, and, um, was mad that I didn't invite her to like every social thing I did. But I had like my own life and friends there, and it wasn't my responsibility to include her in everything i was doing so that she could make friends at college and i didn't want her to like like steal my whole experience does that make sense
0: yeah i mean also she didn't invite you to everything she did in high school like why would she expect you to invite her to everything you did in college in fact,
1: she did um call me her best friend all the time and then deliberate to deliberately exclude me from things so
0: yeah i don't know she was she was always like nice enough to me, but like at the same time I always felt like she, she was kind of shady.
1: I think she was nice to our faces, but Yeah. Anyway, I like, moving hung out with on. her twice
0: outside of school and that was it.
1: We've all grown up and she's a nice person and I don't have any issues with her, but we definitely drifted apart after that.
0: I don't know if I have any issues with people with like anybody from high school.
1: Just Jonah. Because he literally would laugh all the time and go like oh natalie you're so stupid and like you know i that's like the only there were kids that were mean and then there was that and um he literally Jonah... like convinced all of my friends at the time to stop hanging out with me like amanda and Lindsay and all them and
0: oh i didn't like them i didn't i i never really liked them that's They're okay very
1: Well, they were my friends, like, from middle school before I met you, and, um, he was just really, really mean. Other people, sure, might have been a little bit catty or, like, left me out of things, but that's life, you know? Whatever, I get it, but he was deliberately really mean and calling me stupid all the time, and I don't think I will get over that one. I mean, I'm over it, but, like, mm, I'm okay with not
0: being friends with him. Yeah. Quite a few ended up in LA, though. Interesting. The only two, like, that I, like, care about that ended up in LA were Liam and, uh, Lauren Gawksheim.
1: Oh yeah, I like Lauren.
0: Lauren's sweet. Um, but I, uh, no, um, Liam I see out every once in a while. Really? Yeah. Um, we, like, don't, like, talk at all, and, like, I think we both, we unfollowed each other on Instagram, which, like, I think that people who unfollow people are, on Instagram are kind of weird. Like, every once in a while, I'll clean house, like, make sure I'm not following, like, an account that, like, followed, unfollowed, for following, like, whatever. Yeah. Or, like, making sure I'm not following any dormant accounts. Fine. Um. That's weird. He fell into, like, a weird crowd here.
1: You guys shouldn't have any, like, beef,
0: right? Oh, we don't. It's just that, like, I don't know. I, he, he was cool in high school. Like, he was, like, that, like, cool artsy kid that everyone liked in high school, I felt, from my perspective. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he ever grew out of that. I couldn't tell you. He was always really nice to me. Oh, well, I'm telling you. He never really grabbed that. Um, Whereas, like, you know, I feel like I've, like, really evolved since high school. Um, Which I think you can confirm or deny if you'd like. But, um, whenever I ran into Liam, it did feel like I was running into Liam from high school. Not, like, running into, like, the um the fairly successful person in LA. mm mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I run into him every once in a while. I th- I should hit up Lauren and hang out. Yeah. She live like she lives here. I might as well.
1: That would be interesting. Because she, get she was always
0: She and that group, they're like one of the few people that I like they're like really the only people that I really liked outside of you and Andrew and caitlin
1: That's the group I was talking about um, that had Callie in it and I don't remember her last name but remember before this I was telling you I went to a party at Callie's house. Callie was friends with Lauren and she was dating Clayton Woodruff.
0: Callie, Callie had the um...
1: Long blonde hair. Callie
0: had like the mousy brown hair.
1: Yeah, like light brown, yeah. kind of dirty blonde.
0: I remember Callie.
1: But I don't remember her last name for the life of me. And Stephanie Rager. I forgot she existed
0: until just now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie Rager was part of that group too. Or Rager.
0: Rager, yeah. Stephanie and Lauren were like the two that I was like actually friends with.
1: You know, Stephanie became a zoologist. Isn't that like really cool?
0: It is. That is really really fucking cool. She
1: works with like penguins and stuff at Point Defiance Zoo in Tacoma.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh, you know who else, like, I sort of keep in contact with? Who, like, I didn't really have, like, a friendship with in high, sco- in high school. Mmm, James um, Lee? What?
1: If I had to guess, I would say James Lee, maybe?
0: No, I still don't like him very much. His energy's too much. But, He's a nice uh-huh. guy. But, like, his energy gave me anxiety. And I'm like happy to see him succeed and I'm happy to see that he's out now. But girl, calm down. Like you're at like a hundred and we need you at like ten.
1: I would bet that they're not like that as much anymore. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But um no, Daryl and Ellington.
1: Okay, that's funny. I was kinda thinking that might be who, because at one point a couple years ago you like sent me a screenshot of something on social media. I don't remember like, what it was, we, but you were like, I went to high school with this girl and I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> we,
0: yeah, so like we chat every once in a while and like, I'm, you know, we were, we became like sort of close senior year cause we were in photography together and he's out at the same table. Um, she's so
1: sweet. Um, yeah, she was really sweet.
0: I she always, was part like, of that,
1: like, popular group of mean girls, but she wasn't a mean girl.
0: They were never, that group was, like, actually never, very few people were, like, actually mean to me, if we're going to be honest. Like, I didn't.
1: am glad they weren't mean to you, but they were.
0: I do not like them.
1: Snooty, preppy, I don't know. Yeah.
0: But, but she wasn't uh, like
1: that. She was nice.
0: They were always, like, nice enough to me. Um, but she, yeah, she's like thriving.
1: That's good.
0: She's married, she has a kid, she just finished her master's.
1: Wow, that is thriving.
0: Yeah. Like, a lot. She's, did (laughs) she say you're not?
1: Said that's a lot, but yeah, also I am not. Thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, same.
1: Actually, but, you I'm know. really, I'm really happy lately, but actually, I, I don't have, like, a kid and a husband and a master's degree, but that's okay. I could be thriving where I'm at, and she could be thriving where she's at.
0: You don't need a husband or a kid to thrive.
1: Or a master's Although, degree. Although, you
0: would be thriving if you had that kid. He's, like, fucking adorable. Do her you follow kid? her? Or, like, are you friends with her?
1: Um, I haven't really been very active on social media lately.
0: He's the cutest child.
1: But I am sitting at my computer. I could take
0: a look see. Um, but yeah, Daryl, like, Daryl and I weren't super close in high school, and then all of a sudden when we, like, like, on social media, we'll just sort of, we'll chat every once in a while. And it makes me happy to see her doing so well.
1: That's good. Also, she
0: is so pretty.
1: I know. I always kind of hated her for that a little bit. The friendly kind of hate, where you're like, ugh, it's not fair. I know. I don't remember how to spell her name. Help.
0: Girl, you think I know? (laughs) Not this. Okay. Um. Daryl...
1: don't know. I don't Just Daryl? Let's see. That's not um, her. Unless it is. Oh, that is her. Oh, she looks so different. Daryl McInnes. Daryl McInnes, um, right? Yeah, that's her. She unfriended me, but that's okay. I haven't talked to her in over a decade.
0: Hmm.
1: I unfriended uh, a lot of people from high school that I don't talk to. Oh, she still hangs out with Katie and Sadie. They were yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't know those people. They were nice. Who's but they Katie? They all have different names now because they're like all married with children. That makes me feel uh, like shit. I'm happy for them, who's... but damn.
0: Uh, I
1: am not there. And everybody thought I would be because I was the one with the long relationship.
0: Yeah, you were the one with the wrong relationship that none of us really thought. I told you earlier, I didn't. I, that lasted 10 years longer than I thought it would.
1: Well, I mean, like, I feel like a lot of people thought because we were together for so long that we were going to get married, and we never were, and that's the problem, and that's why I was like, I'm out.
0: Um, yeah, I also. I don't want to read your ex right now but um it felt like his life wasn't super going anywhere which I mean glass houses but I have reasons I had a I had a nervous breakdown um
1: he um transformed who he was to become his desired brand and he let it consume him And he was no longer himself or the kid that I liked. Because we were kids, let's be real. We were children. We grew up to be different. We grew up together. But, like, um, he used to be a kid that I liked. And he became his brand, which is a weird, morphed person of himself that I don't like. Because I liked who he was before that.
0: You went from Campbell to Phrase. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just named him, didn't I?
1: Yeah, it's okay. But that's exactly... Sorry, that's exactly it, and I like him, but I liked Campbell. I don't want to be dating Phrase. That's a big part of yeah. it. Yeah. And it took me a long time to realize that, too. After the fact, honestly, because I've analyzed it a lot. We just think like, we're going I mean, totally different directions, and I have I no... Mean, problem with him but like it wasn't good it wasn't healthy for either of us and the more i think about it the more i'm like oh he became phrase and i liked campbell oops
0: yeah no the problem yeah i don't know i you when you're in a relationship you sort of lose sight of stuff like that because you do become a little bit enamored with the person that you fall in love with But sometimes that person that you fell in love with isn't actually there. Whether it's because that person that you fell in love with was a facade being put on by the person that you are now in a relationship with, or because that person that you fell in love with has evolved into something else. And you tend to hold on to that first, like, that sort of first person that you fell in love with. Yeah. That's
1: what happened happened to me.
0: Oop. Any.
1: Anyway. High school. Yes. We've come a long way since high school. We're very different people than we were then.
0: We are. I mean yeah. I mean you're a different person than you were like six months ago.
1: True that.
0: You're considerably happier. It feels like my best friend is back. Um, because you were, like, very, you were not in a great place. I
1: was, like, sick all the time with anxiety, but I definitely stem, well, I don't know, I don't really want to get into it, but I think a lot of it came from being in a toxic relationship for a really long time.
0: Yeah, and, like, part of it also, you know, when...
1: Because it's stressful. I, I liked it, is it stressful. but it was bad. And then so it also, it it's stressful decision. sort of like trying, trying
0: to navigate to your life and trying to build your own mind. life when you're attached to that toxic relationship. So then it starts to sort of stunt you both emotionally, professionally, every in every aspect.
1: Yes. It was just something always on my mind all the time. Through no faults other than my own, really. But, yeah. You know.
0: You know, sometimes shit happens, but I'm glad to, like, have you back to back to the Natalie that I met in 20... was it
1: 2009? Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Oh, god. oh well, thank you, but don't say that again.
0: <laughs> I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not the one who texted you about it being our 10th year.
1: I mean, how could I not text my best friend from high school that's the only person I still talk to? when it is our freaking ten year high school reunion. Oh if I'm God. suffering, you have to suffer too.
0: Um, yeah. No, you're I you're one of the two people that I still talk to. I still talk to you and I still talk to Andrew. Sue.
1: And Daryl, apparently. I
0: don't talk to her, talk to her. Like we like chat every once in a while. I chat every once in a while we're in a call chat too.
1: Okay, okay. But you still talk to and Andrew I... Sue? What? But you still keep up with Andrew Sue?
0: Oh yeah. Um, and he's thriving.
1: What did you just drop?
0: My (laughs) clattering.
1: Oh, what? I'm sorry?
0: My My clattering.
1: I don't
0: know what that is. Um, it's a... It's an Irish ring. You know, like, the heart with the hands? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I even have it out. I can't wear it.
1: But you're fidgeting
0: with it. Always. I was fidgeting with my Buddha earlier, too.
1: Were you a fidgeter in high school?
0: Yeah, I remember I used to bite my, na- my nails. Oh, yeah, I remember
1: that. Would you, like, shake your foot a lot, too? Yeah. yeah. hmm.
0: I'm a fidgeter. I probably, I mean, like, my therapist wants to, thought <laughs> you hate <evaluate> me <laughs> for ADHD. Um Say once that my, again,
1: uh, without the laughing what?
0: Um, my therapist wants to evaluate me for ADHD once we have my meds figured out for my bipolar disorder.
1: Oh, I need to go through a process like that as well and figure out what is going on with me.
0: Are you bipolar?
1: Possibly. So my like general primary caregiver said that I was most likely bipolar type two and put me on medication. But I need to go bipolar see... bipolar too, Yeah.
0: It's so fun. <laughs> it's, uh... You know what causes it? No. I mean, it's mostly genetic, but, um... Bipolar disorder, from my understanding, is one of the only, like, mental health disorders that can really be triggered by external causes. Primarily trauma. I've always been bipolar. Um... However, it got worse after I was raped. Okay. Um. After I was raped and and was outed. To my family.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. 2019 was a rough year. Yeah, I recall. Oof.
0: And luckily, the meds are working so that it hasn't gotten worse after my boyfriend tried to kill me oh my god you really need to listen to these podcasts because I I have spoken about it now and everyone once I get the court date out of the way I can like have like one last like vent about it and then just like be done with it yeah
1: that's a lot on Um, that note we
0: We should probably probably end end this um thanks for listening to his chat (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) how we're gonna end it
0: yep I gotta ask you a question
1: though what I gotta ask you a question, though. Okay. Um, I googled, like, funny things to ask people when they're graduating from high school. Oh, God. <laughs> and it says, um, well, there's a bunch here, and, um, one of them reminds me of you because you always burned like hundreds of cds for me to try to teach me good music because i didn't i didn't listen to anything but christian and classic rock when we met let's be real Like you had to like teach me what pop music was and like I did. other genres so this question might seem really random but it makes me think of you it says what album shaped who you are as a person <sighs> Or in this way you know I could totally see that about you yeah
0: it there's obviously like the radical self-love but also it like did sort it has sort of like informed my like chasing music going forward and also I feel like the album sort of I like it it fits my vibe like it we have the same aura we have the same energy
1: mm-hmm
0: At least i like to think so.
1: I agree. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. Wait, which
0: album shaped you?
1: Oh, God. I was worried that you would ask me that. And I was like, oh, no. I shouldn't have asked him because he's going to ask me that.
0: Wait, Um, no. I know the answer. I know the answer. I know the answer. Go ahead. Jesse J's debut album.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Maybe (laughs) if it was, like, yeah, my freshman year of college.
0: (laughs) That reference. Um so that was one of the CDs I've written for you.
1: Yeah. It was good. You know, I also really, really liked um all the Ellie Golding that you shared with me. I love Ellie Golding. I know, and I never even knew who she was before I met you, so thank you for that.
0: Well because she didn't really she wasn't a thing before we met. But um But you were no, like I, aware I,
1: of it when no one else was.
0: True. I've always been ahead of the curve. Yes. sorry y'all were just like that behind you know i can't help it (laughs) no i actually like i may or may not have like halfway read um washington during my uh i recording the um recording rainbow tapes um i was talking to my friend about it and he was like Yeah, I knew like things were like taking off when I heard them in the mall. I was working out, and I was like, I knew they were taking off when I heard songs being played on the radio in Olympia because they were so behind.
1: Oh man, true. Am I wrong? No, (laughs) you're not wrong.
0: Because the Northwest has like a vibe, and the vibe is a vibe. Um. It's not a mainstream vibe and it's not my vibe but it's a vibe
1: it's like evergreen trees and birkenstocks then
0: it's evergreen trees Birkenstocks and gooey ducks and if you don't know what a gooey duck is you need to look it up um,
1: <laughs> it's a thing <laughs> Google image search it's fine
0: oh and then you also have to look up um, the evergreen State College uh, the mascot the gooey duck mascot because that's also a trip. Have you seen that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's one picture I have, and he's literally the guy look, the guy in the classroom just looks confused. He's like, What am I? What am I wearing?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sure he was. Like a procession of the species, too.
0: Oh, God, what is that? It's oh, like no. A
1: parade they do every year where everyone's dressed like animals.
0: Yeah, I never went to that
1: actually kind of fun but it's unique for sure it's definitely a very Olympia thing
0: <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't think, think I would have vibed I don't think that's a vibe I don't think that's my my energy
1: I think you would have liked some of the costumes some of them were really good and like pretty but the whole thing as a whole is very um unique yeah
0: unique is a nice word way of saying um only an <clears throat> Um, also, just real quick, I think, uh, Courtney Love references our school. Really? Yeah, she went to Oli for a bit before she dropped out.
1: She references our school? Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, there's like a line, like, when I went to school in Olympia or something.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Also, we have a uh, Slater Kinney. they went to our school I believe as well.
1: Yeah they're named after the, the road Slater Kinney Road. I know
0: every time I hear that name every time I hear their name I'm like, oh not that because I associate Slater Kinney with the sad road and Lacey that had the coals on the target.
1: <laughs> yes
0: Because you you grew up more towards... You were more towards, like, downtown than I was. I was, like, out towards Lacey. More out
1: towards, like, the harbor.
0: Yeah. Did you—wait, your dad went to Capitol? Wait, didn't he grow up in, like, Boston Harbor?
1: Yeah, so he took the bus every day to Capitol, even though it was really far. All of his older siblings went to Olympia High School, and then his freshman year they decided to start busing all of the Boston Harbor kids to Capitol High School. he's the only one in our whole family that went to Capitol,
0: yeah. Capitol is a nice school, though. Yeah. You know, when the cave is, when the, when the, when the roof is stable. (laughs) Oh, God. Um...
1: Do you remember the spaghetti bowl? What? Do you remember the spaghetti bowl? Yes. He's cringing.
0: I am cringing. I went to the spaghetti bowl freshman year. I that I only went to one football game. I only went to one football game. I didn't go to any dances. I. Oh God. I didn't, I didn't go. go,
1: there.
0: go Do you know who I <laughs>
1: took to the Sadie Hawkins dance? Kevin. 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 <laughs> I remember this.
0: Uh, that was a choice. Also, he's gay now. Really. Yeah, I think we actually had a conversation about this because um, I felt like his boyfriend was maybe significantly more attractive than him. Um, Ouch. He's another one that's, like, my mom jokes, like, most everyone that we went to school with is gay now.
1: I think, like, everyone was really afraid to come out.
0: Well, yeah, because the kids at Oli were fucking dicks.
1: They were mean, yeah. Um. A lot of them, you weren't out. And a lot of them would like ask you. I remember this. Maybe you blocked it out because it was awful. (laughs) But a lot of them would ask you about it. They'd be like, "Are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay?" And you'd just be like, "Leave me alone."
0: (laughs) Um, it's actually like part of the reason that it took me so long to come out. Like, I just didn't. I didn't want to give them the satisfaction. Yeah. Which, I mean, in hindsight, is, like, dumb, and I'm, like, significantly happier since I've been out, but, like...
1: I get it, though,
0: because, like, I don't know, you didn't want to be like, yeah, you're right. And, like, also, like, I just... I didn't like why they thought I was gay. Right. Either, which, like, that also bothered me. Which I, like, expressed out at the time as well. Like, I didn't like that they, like, thought I was gay because... <sighs>
1: Because of like, how you dressed and how you acted and their very limited perception of what it means to be gay,
0: which is honestly,
1: yeah I honestly blame like, their parents.
0: I mean it's just, this is like, part of why I refer to Olympia as a small town, like it's, it is like a very small town mentality. Right. Um. You know and they don't really they don't know anything outside of their weird it's actually a conversation that i had a lot with um janae munford oh okay do you remember her
1: yeah
0: she spent a lot of time like she was like i think she was like in dance and like there was really nowhere to dance in olympia so like they took her up to Tacoma. Mm-hmm. And her upbringing was significantly different than a lot of the kids who like stayed in Tacoma, who like stayed in Olympia, and that's like the world that they knew. Right. And she had a lot of the same sort of observations that I had about the students, where they were very sheltered, very sort of, they had a very myopic worldview.
1: Yeah, and I think that um, they clung to a lot of stereotypes because that was like all they knew in some ways, you know.
0: Yeah, which is, you know, I hope they got out.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: And that was actually, like, why I I did so well with, like, Caitlin Cavalock, who was from Chicago. Um, uh, Stephanie and Lauren were, like, you know, pretty, like, they had, like, experience outside of Olympia. Right, and they were nice. (laughs)
1: What? They were nice.
0: Yeah. Um, And so that, you know... It, there's, I could do an entire episode about why I uh, did not vibe with the people there but that was like a major part of it I just felt like you know there were certain sort of superficial features of my character that they sort of clung on to and they never really wanted to see beyond that and so it just sort of Obviously, like there are exceptions to the rule. Um, but for the most part it just became and then I that led to me really like closing off to people that I think probably like would have been my friend.
1: Yeah. had I
0: not sort of like closed myself off to really like interacting with anyone like the fact that you and I became friends at that at the point that we became friends is kind of weird. Yes. because at that point I had been like I was kind of like fuck this, I'm out. I'm done. I don't want to be here. I don't like these people. I was very closed off to really just sort of, like, embracing anybody new, because I was honestly, quite frankly, like, scared of how they were going to treat me, because I had been treated so poorly based on just sort of, like, first impressions.
1: Sure. And I don't know if I've ever really told you this before, and I'm so happy we became friends, but, like, I saw you as somebody who was different and somebody who was bullied a lot, and a lot of the other kids were not nice to you and so like i wanted to be nice to you and i thought that you were nice to me when a lot of other kids were not willing to get to know you because they thought that you were mean and i was like but like just give him a chance i get to know him and he's not all arrogant and mean like you guys think he is. He's just different and he knows that he's different and like so what if he's like a different vibe, you know?
0: Thank you. I'm glad that we became friends. You are you are genuinely like one of the most important people in my life. Aww. Uh, which makes me even more upset that you don't come down here, but you know what? We're gonna fix that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can come visit. I just can't. I don't know. My whole life is up here. I can't just move to LA. Yeah, you can. Okay, well then you can move to Oregon and we can meet in the middle.
0: What's in Oregon?
1: Portland. Sea caves.
0: Sea caves? Yeah. What is a sea cave? Like cave, uh, Like a cave in the sea?
1: Yeah, like the Oregon coast, like the ocean, the beaches. It's beautiful.
0: Oh, girl, well, no. Uh-uh. I don't go to the coast above Santa Barbara. uh We don't do that.
1: It's nicer in Oregon than it is in Washington, I promise.
0: Yeah, but it's not even nice in Northern California.
1: It's just different.
0: <laughs> it's cold. I don't do cold.
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't cold when I was there. Um, but I, think I, I say I don't cold.
0: do cold, and then I'm like, let's move to Paris.
1: <laughs> but it's Paris. I
0: know. I know. Have you been to Paris? No. Oh, god, well, no, we need to change I've a lot.
1: I've only been to Germany and Amsterdam, as far as Europe.
0: I need to go to Amsterdam. I We were going to go to Amsterdam. Okay, we're getting sidetracked here. Okay, anyway. Um. Maybe there will be
1: future episode about travel or something. <laughs> so.
0: Yes. All right, well, thank you for listening to uh, this episode of Koji, where we got very sidetracked a number of times um but thank you and thank you for coming on with me natalie i love you know i love chatting with you always
1: yeah it's really great to catch up with you thank you for having me really it's my pleasure
0: and now we've been talking for what three hours
1: (laughs) i think so because there was like the initial like hello phone call before this that was an hour on its own
0: yeah no so some context we haven't spoken on the phone in a minute And there have been some um, major life changes. Um, We'll get into that (laughs) later. But um, for now, uh, thank you for listening. And thank you, Natalie, for
1: joining me. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.